I'm at a co-working and wellness space, which is, as far as I can tell, just a less efficient way of saying office, really. There are floor-to-ceiling windows. Uh, there are big, wide, solid oak desks. The colours going on are a mix of green, white and gold. There are lots of plants in ornate pots. They are the sort of plants that would die in three days flat if I brought them home to live on my windowsill. There is a little cafe thing with a barista wearing an apron. Uh, there is a quiet area for focused working. It's all plush and soft and cosy with warm lighting. And all over the place, people are tapping away at their MacBooks. There is a motivational statement written on a chalkboard by the entrance. Somebody has had a field day with the coloured chalk. They have written, SEIZE THE DAY in all capital letters. Below it, a schedule for yoga classes. Everyone is dressed incredibly well, and they all look like they smell great. Like clean sheets and candles, and the type of soap that has bits of flowers and shit in it, and comes wrapped in parchment, with the name of the woman from Froome that made it written on the back in cursive font. I see a woman who walks across the co-working wellness space with such grace, I am 90% sure she glides. I presume everyone works in something digital, or marketing, or by extension, I guess, digital marketing. Maybe this will be good, I think, for my wellness. My shallow, deathly shallow well of wellness. My bone-dry puddle of wellness. And then I think, what on actual earth is a co-working and wellness space? What an odd phrase, an odd collection of words. It sort of tumbles out of your mouth when you say it, like you've forgotten language and are just trying to style it out until the end of the sentence. Like you've forgotten the word for shared office space. So instead of actually doing any work at the co-working wellness space, I spent almost the entire day deconstructing the term. I sat on my own, didn't talk to anyone, did zero actual work, and ate a four-pack of mini pork pies. Safe to say, I did not seize the day. There's a word you don't hear every day. It means exactly what you might think it means. Firstly, wellness. Historically, it used to be a term used in medicine to suggest whether someone was sick or not sick. Pops up around the 1650s. Wellness used to be whether someone was well or not well. Binary. Then, in 1959, a physician called Halbert Dunn delivered a series of lectures called High Level Wellness for Man and Society. He suggested that the medical community spoke too rigidly about health and well-being. Being well should be about more. should be about positive action, not a statement that you are just not unwell. He said, be mindful about your own wellness. By 1979, though, it had become this movement. This is what an American TV host described it as in 1979, on a show called 60 Minutes. They were doing a segment on LA's first wellness retreat. Wellness is really the ultimate in something called self-care, in which patients are taught to diagnose common illnesses and, where possible, to treat themselves. More than that, it is a positive approach to health, what one doctor calls recognizing that health is not simply the absence of disease. And now, of course, we live in a society addicted to wellness, while still being utterly confused by its meaning. 
Is it an industry? A lifestyle? A broad suggestion for how you should think about health? No one knows what it means, but we still need our working spaces to be focused on it. Everything is wellness. Everything. Personally, I hesitate to believe that Halbert Dunn was suggesting the idea of a multi-trillion dollar wellness industry wherein you pay some Silicon Valley tech bro £300 a month for therapy on your phone, or you go to someone that injects vitamin cocktails into your arse or whatever. That's a thing. That's a thing people do. Look it up. It's this blind compulsion. Slap wellness on everything. Pay for it. Whatever it is. Co-working is a bollocks phrase as well, isn't it? Why don't you just call it a shared office? A guy called Bernard de Coven coined the term co-working space in 2005. He was a game designer, and co-working for him was largely centred on how a team worked together. It wasn't just a term for the office space. Even then, that doesn't really mean anything. Some boring workflow thing. And yet, co-working is the only way people work now, like it's, it's a philosophy. In my hometown in rural England, where my parents still live, there are two co-working spaces that have opened in the last two years. One of them says it has a wellness focus. It also calls itself independent, ethical and community focused. That's fine, and I'm sure it's a good enterprise. Has talks on, great, supports local businesses and charities, terrific. But isn't that centre of the community, space for everyone, shtick, just what a library used to be, before we stopped funding them, because we stopped enjoying how the word library sounds in our mouths, all the connotations that come with it? Ugh, the public sector. Ugh. I mean, I wish marketing executives would stop trying to reinvent basic nouns that don't need reinvention. But it's not what we want. We want new, fresh, utterly ambiguous. Take, for example, this WeWork advert. WeWork being the office rental company. We started with an idea. Create a place where people can connect and work with purpose. Where they could make real impact. Impact that would start small, Don't anticipate. I'm but inspire a person, a company, a neighborhood, a city, and then the world. You are seeing opportunities where others are not. You are uplifting the communities around you. I mean, that's about office space. They make it sound like they were building utopia. And I don't think Utopia, if it is ever reached, will have a monthly membership fee. It is a curiously modern thing. I think language is a cracking tool. We can have discussions, profess our love, empower people, bring people to tears. It's come a long way, language. It has developed, you know. But I sometimes despise how inorganically language seems to develop now especially in the 21st century, and especially when it's about health and well-being and the individual experience. The ambiguity of this sort of wellness talk under capitalism has stretched into all corners of language. Sometimes feels to me like it's being eroded language, like meaning is just evaporating from our words. It's as if we all worship this great portal in the sky. 
And every now and then, someone from a different universe, one entirely populated by marketing executives, steps through the portal into our universe. They then proceed to shout nonsense like wellness and leave back through the portal after giving no explanation whatsoever. And we write down that word in some great Bible of capitalist nonsense, introducing it into a sprawling, stupid lexicon. I feel like in the near future we will just be spouting buzzwords like this that mean sod all, reacting as if we understand each other. I think we are looking at an incredibly advanced society accidentally sabotaging its own incredibly advanced language. Oh, where did you go? Oh, I went to the thought space to work on my knowledge muscles. I did some spirit management in the me room. I did some health lunges in the mind gym. It's as if a large part of our language is now dipped in snake oil. I often think about how tightly these nonsense words have us. We see them pop up and we think some of them will save us. Co-working. Wellness. It's like a plane is going down. Right, and one guy has what is obviously a parachute. Looks a bit rough, but it is a parachute. But instead, everyone has jumped on the man that spent the entire flight up until that point talking about his new high-tech, untested, prototype, gravity-defying rescue device. Oh yeah, that sounds good, everyone says. In the end, this co-working wellness space is just an office. You send emails, you take phone calls, you hyperventilate, you have a bit of a cry, and then you do a bit of yoga and have a smoothie for some reason. And they say, yeah, be active in your own self-preservation, as you desperately try to sculpt yourself into something resembling a functioning human, before you melt under the hot, white-hot, unrelenting sun of modern 21st century capitalism as your language, your ability to communicate, dissolves, like some sort of reversal of humanity. We go from cavemen grunting, trying to communicate on a base level, to our civilizations and art and knowledge and intelligence, to bodies draped in ripped suits, huddling around the glow of a once-working MacBook, in a once co-working wellness space, mumbling sounds, meaningless blasts of noise, wellness and mindfulness and holistic well-being, waiting for that big portal in the sky to open once more. There's a word you don't hear every day. 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 It means exactly what you might think it means. Thank you.